Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. Therapy isn't just to talk about your feelings. That's the greatest misconception and especially men don't go to therapy because they feel like they don't need to express themselves and that's what they're paying for. That is not true. So in the next 10 minutes, I want to talk about what therapy is. And this is only one therapist and one point of view. Um, I could go on and on about what therapy is. And also every therapist can add to that or expand or have their definition. So um, this is just one. So I want you to know that therapy can be it's endless what therapy is, right? It depends on the individual and what they get out of it. But I want to give you the kind of the, the broad strokes, the 101 of what therapy exactly is. Okay. First of all, just to process something with a neutral party, right? A safe party is extremely, is extremely valuable in that that person has been trained to be neutral, meaning um, whenever you process with a friend or parents or your partner, I mean, there's value in that too, of course, but um, you already have a certain relationship dynamic with your friend or your partner or your parents, so they come in loaded. I don't mean drunk, but they come in with their angles, and they might not even be aware of it, right? So they're coming in with their opinions, um, especially with parents, you know, what they believe is best for you, Right. Um, with friends, maybe some friends are competitive. Maybe some friends don't agree with how you're living. And a lot of that shit's going to leak when you're processing. So to be with someone in a space that is neutral is extremely beneficial. It promotes clarity, right? So that's one. Also to be in a space that is safe. So the foundation of therapy is creating a safe space, which is uh, very person-centered, which is um, empathy, empathy, which is uh, making it about you instead of the other person, you being the client. And so in life, we don't really get a lot of that. If you do, you're lucky. Many are in lopsided relationships. Many um, are in toxic relationships. You know, Many are in controlling relationships. And so Seeing a therapist is extremely refreshing and also it's going to feel a little bit weird uh, because you're not used to this dynamic of someone making it purely about you and being empathetic and neutral and uh, providing a safe space. So in that space, imagine this. Imagine that you're a plant and you're in rich soil and there's water and sun. So what happens is that you grow, right? Imagine you're a plant that's in... uh, like shitty dirt with like no fertilizer that's dry and cracked and there's no sun and you're, you know, it's just clouds. You're going to start to die, right? Or wilt. And the therapeutic space is rich soil. And in that soil you grow. Now, a lot of people see therapists once or twice and they're like, oh, this shit didn't work. Well, like my plant soil analogy, it takes time, you know, Um, what happens is you go see a therapist, a lot of stuff you process, shit comes up, right? I think 50% of therapy is revelations. 
that rich soil produces a lot of revelations. And when you process things, um, you're able to connect a lot of dots. Uh, then the other percent, the, the other 50 half, the other 50% is actual execution. You know, the therapist also challenging you, making you accountable um, to execute your revelations into your everyday life so then your life changes. I believe that, yes, revelations alone um, are therapeutic, right? I think there's a tremendous growth in that or your ability to connect dots or realize where things come from. So why you act a certain way, uh, why you run, why you are afraid, um, your belief system, like following the string down and figuring out where all this stuff comes from is extremely valuable. It's the beginning, I think. Um, but I think that alone isn't enough. So that's why I always say growth is 50% revelations and 50% execution. And without the execution piece, I think you just have a lot of ideas. Now, that being said, one can argue that growth happens naturally as you have revelations because that ripples through your action, you know. Um, and also as you have revelations, as you... Um, talk about the past or what happened and you start to process things, there's also a healing piece to this, right? Um, this is also therapy. A lot of healing, um, a lot of uh, feelings coming up, a lot of um, resolution. A lot, so, a lot of, so a lot of processing um, helps you heal, right? It's like ointment for your scabs. It helps you heal. And <laughs> therapy can definitely be... Um, Neosporin for you, for all the wounds that you carry. So that's kind of in a nutshell what therapy is. Now here's the other, uh, well that's the top layer. Here's the other layer of therapy which no one talks about or realizes. The relationship you have with your therapist, that relationship itself can be therapeutic. So for example, if you have only... Um, Let's say you've only been in toxic, abusive relationships, and then you go see a therapist who's the opposite gender, and that person creates a safe space for you, and through the relationship, you start to trust um, that gender, right? So it doesn't matter if you're male or female, but um, if you're in a heterosexual, monogamous relationship that is abusive, and that's all you know is abuse, and then you go see a therapist, that relationship with the therapist itself can be healing, right? You're experiencing a new space and a new dynamic and a new relationship. You're allowing, uh, the therapist is allowing you to be heard, et cetera. Now, there's also room for attraction, but it's kind of a false attraction because you're not really attracted to the therapist, but you think you are because of the space that's created. And of course, that happens often. Um, there's also that kind of... Uh, fantasy of um you know it's like it's like the whole student teacher thing you know there's that dynamic um or also the coach and the fitness instructor or patient doctor all of that kind of um because therapists are are kind of um trained to be neutral and not reveal a lot about themselves um there's this there's a lot of room to um fantasize, fantasize about what they're like uh, and that may not be the case. Fan, uh, therapists are also people and imperfect and have their own issues. Um, I disclose a lot about myself, so uh, it doesn't happen much with me. But usually the mysteriousness of a therapist and, 
and the fact that you know we see the plaque on the wall and that they, you know they're wise and we we get the illusion that because they're holding a safe space and we're having all these revelations that it's because of them and i'm not trying to take a discredit therapists because therapists are amazing um and 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 such powerful catalysts but it's more so because of the relationship and the space they're creating right it's not their wisdom they are not like um, masters of life right so therapy also is not just for when you have problems this is the other misconception i think a lot of people are like you know what um i'm good i don't need to see a therapist okay um do you only work out when you don't feel good you know do you only um i don't know what else falls under, you know, do you only uh, go to the dentist when you get cavities? No, there's maintenance involved. And I think it's important, and I've been lazy uh, myself, but it's important once in a while just to go to a therapist for a checkup, you know, just a check-in. And things can be great. Well, then process stuff and make sure things stay, uh, stay great, you know. Another part of therapy is this idea of breaking patterns, uh, the idea of teaching yourself to be metacognitive and aware, to be aware of how you think um, and how that ripples into your life and to break uh, patterns so you're not living in the past, right? So you're not making the same choices and then giving yourself the same experiences. So these are just a few of the ways that therapy works. And I'm a licensed therapist, but also a life coach. So um, I kind of wear both hats. I am also a big uh, a big advocate for life coaching. Um, therapy is generally from suffering the baseline. Lots of you know conversations about the past and, and and wounds and healing. Not all the time, but just generally. And then coaching is more uh, from baseline to thriving. Right. So action steps. Um, and, and life coaches aren't therapists, so let's also get that clear. Um, and they shouldn't be because they're not trained to be, right? But life coaches can also be extremely powerful. You can also see a therapist that maybe um, might have been amazing for your friend but was not effective for you. And that's not because the therapist is bad. It's because it's like any kind of uh, coach, uh, there's – there's a there's chemistry involved, right? So depending on your style and what you need and what you want, what works for you. So, for example, as a therapist, I'm pretty aggressive. You know, I'm pretty blunt. Um, I'm also super casual. I show up in a t-shirt, jeans at the coffee shop. Uh, if that's not your cup of tea and you need an office and a therapist who is um, more private and well-dressed <laughs> without the bed head uh, <clears throat> in the spaghetti stains on his t-shirt, then I'm not for you, right? And so you have to pick a therapist that um, works for you, and that chemistry between you and the therapist is also important. So just because one therapist is amazing uh, for a friend and that friend recommends that therapist doesn't mean that uh, the therapist is going to be amazing for you, right, and vice versa. So I guess my point in saying all this is go see a therapist. Um, and you got to see a therapist for, for a few times, you know, uh, you can't just see a therapist once and say, okay, that, that's, you know, that's not, that's not enough time. I mean, one session is basically just getting the, the broad strokes of your story. Um, or if you've done a lot of therapy, 
and you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I need to move forward. Then go see a life coach. And I think a life coach, it's not just a general life coach. It's a life coach who specializes in something. So um, relationships or life transitions or a career, you know. So picking a coach um, that's going to uh, specialize in a part of your life that you uh, need help with, right? So that's my rant for, for this episode. And of course, if you are still not sold on therapy or life coaching, read books, watch videos. There's so much information out there, but I'm telling you that's very different. Uh, taking in information is very different than actual the, the having that experience, right? The human exchange. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a difference between watching uh, uh, some kind of adult movie that turns you on and actually being intimate with a person, right? And so therapy is no different. You could take all the information that you want, but actual, actually heal and uh, to process, you actually need to do it with a therapist uh, or a life coach. All right, guys, let me throw some discount codes at you. Speaking of information, if you want an audio course, uh, if, if, if that's where you feel safe, I've got two. Bulletproof your relationship, discount code, all caps, love, hard, for people who want to relationship better. Yes, I used relationship as a verb. And... If you're single, I won't go single on purpose for people who want to work on themselves so they can bring more to the table. Discount code for me, all caps, F-O-R-M-E. And all my apparel is 20% off if you use the discount code Chucky, C-H-U-C-K-Y, all lowercase. Thank you for listening. Be well. Go see a therapist. I have some really exciting news. My brand new book, I Used to Be a Miserable Fuck, and Every Man's Guide to a Meaningful Life is officially available for pre-order. And I know what you're thinking, John, well, why would I pre-order it now when I could just pick it up a couple months from now when it's officially on sale? And I want to tell you that the book business is tough, and pre-orders as well as reviews and word of mouth all contributes to keeping the book alive. Um, it helps spread the book uh, and the message. And if you've been following me, you know that I've been super passionate about um, creating a dialogue for men to challenge themselves, right? To look inward. I think the soil is, is so rich these days for men to finally make their return um, a more honest, healthier version of themselves. And also, this book isn't just for men. It's for women to redefine what they're looking for in a man, you know? Maybe be reminded or to shake their um, old blueprints and create new ones. So... I, I'm really asking you to pre-order my book, and uh, not just for me, but um, to help me spread the message. And also, uh, for anyone who's been miserable, you know, that it's okay to either be miserable um, or at one time have been miserable. Because I think today everyone is, you know, waving this bumper sticker that we should be so happy, and happy is a practice, right? It's not a light switch, and it's okay um, if you are unhappy, right? So... Go to my Instagram, The Angry Therapist, and click my bio link, and you will see it there front and center. Thank you so much. Um, it means the world to me. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive. There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story, which everyone has, and a passion to help others.